Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Guys, welcome. 90 Day the Melanated Way. I'm your host, Linda Entwee. I, I'm still reeling. There's been so much in the 90 Day world. I'm not even sure where to start, but I'm going to do some housekeeping first. So first and foremost, um, I spoke, well, I didn't speak to you. That's not true. I emailed TLC because we're all a little bit confused about Discovery Plus versus TLC and all the new 90-day shows that we talked about um, on our News and Gossip show on Wednesday. So I wanted to get some clarification. So I'm going to read you what I wrote, and then I'm going to read you the response. So uh, she sent me a press release uh, just with the programming, and I'll talk about that on Wednesday. Um, I thanked her for the update. Can we get some clarification for our viewers? Will 90-day fiancé that is currently airing, so the one that we're going to talk about tonight, and future 90-day spin-offs be available on Discovery Plus also, right? Because that's the contention right now, is that you have to buy Discovery Plus, and then you have to have TLC in order to keep up with all of the stuff. She responded, the current season of 90-day fiancé will land on Discovery Plus later in 2021. But all of the spin-offs mentioned in the Discovery Plus premiere section below will be premiering exclusively on Dis Discovery Plus. So I think what that means is that they're transitioning all the 90 day stuff to Discovery Plus. What I also think that means is that this current season, we're going to have to keep our TLC package to finish off the season. And then the season will migrate over to Discovery Plus and then we'll all be on Discovery Plus. So I hope that answers a lot of your guys' questions about Discovery Plus plus TLC. If you have more questions, definitely hit me up in the comment section or in the live chat. Shout out to the live chat. Radella, Amanda, Lydia, Crystal. Hey, Becky, you're new. Everyone shout out Becky, Becky Star 101. Um, I do also have my list of VIPs. Uh, Tessa, Jalisa, Linda, Radella, Lydia, did I say Crystal yet? Crystal and Amanda, shout out to you guys. Um, is Lita in the live chat yet? If she is, let me know. Um, so yeah, guys, we're all TLC. 2021, we got to be ready and prepared because we've got so many shows coming down the pipeline and uh, we're going to all be here for it. I wanted to shout out Lita. And I want to show you guys why I want to shut her out. So if you've noticed, there's been some new banners, some new artwork. Um, Lita is a digital creator, and she is a fan of our show, and she's been amazing. And she's created some new artwork for all of our social media pages. And I wanted to share a few of them with you. And if you've been on our YouTube page yet or our Facebook page, you'll start to see that there's some new stuff there. Um, but here is some of the logos that she's created that I'm just absolutely in love with. So the first one is the Melanated Way uh, YouTube page uh, banner, which I'm just so, I love it. And then this is the one that's currently up. I just posted it today. Really cute. I think it captures the essence of the Melanated Way. Um, and she did another one that's just Simple and Plain, which I love as well. I love all of them, actually. And then she did uh, some graphic ones uh, with me with my infamous headbands, guys, which I love. Um, and then this one is going to be a logo. I'll try to blow it up for you if I can. It doesn't want to, but it's cute too, believe me. Um, and then there's this one as well, the Melanated Way. So I want you guys to definitely try to make sure that you check out um, and I'm going to pop her information up right now. Go ahead and check out Made by Sheila Lita on Instagram and give her a follow, give her a shout out, give her a thank you. We truly appreciate her. I appreciate her work. I'm looking forward to working with her some more. Um, 
so yeah, the logos are awesome. And I just absolutely love the new stuff that's coming. Um, yeah, thanks, Lydia, the cute. They're super cute. I love the current one as well. I think it's awesome. So I'm excited about that. All right, y'all, let's try to just get right into it. This new season, I'm just, I'm all about it. I'm all about the drama. I feel like I'm watching a comedy rather than just 90 Day itself because the not only the drama, it's just so incredible to me. Like, it's incredible what's going on. So <clears throat> I want to start out with uh, Brandon and Julia, Betty and Ron. Mom is super excited for some reason to be at the airport to pick up Julia. She's like super excited. Her nerves are a little bit shot. And she's just like, oh, I have goosebumps. And I was like, mom's a little too excited. Like what exactly is happening right now that she's so excited that Julia is landing? Like it's a bit weird. It's, it's a bit weird. So they go to the um, airport and they buy flowers. Brandon's a little bit nervous. And then all of a sudden, we see Julia, it was a really sweet, like, meet cute moment. She's running towards him and they start making out. And it was a big kiss right in front of their, their parents. And I was like, um, I feel like a little uncomfortable. What's happening here? Dad's looking away, but mom's looking dead center at them. I was like, okay, mom, calm down. You're not in this relationship, but you're all the way in the relationship. She cannot take her eyes off the couple. And I was like, oh, see, this is the reason why she wants them to have separate rooms because not because they're grown ass people, because, you know, Brandon is 27, not 20. He's 27. And she's Julia's 25. So they're grown. But mama wants to be up in their business. And that's that's the reason that they have to have separate rooms because there's no other reason for it besides the fact that you know mama wants to be in the business she's the third partner in this two-way relationship it's not just two-way it's a three-way relationship mom's going to be all the way in it so we see that uh i felt like it was super awkward uh, it was awkward to watch and it was awkward to, to just see them making out hey belly um she even says it. She's a 13 year old son, Lydia says. And Belly says, I still don't get the people that can make out in front of their parents. Ew. Yeah, it's a bit much. It's a bit much. But we're learning a lot about Brandon. And we're only episode two. Like, he doesn't have a backbone. Like, he is not trying to stand up to his parents whatsoever. They say something, he looks around, and then it says, okay. So to me, it seems like he. He needs to grow a pair, which we'll get to. So um, mom does the countdown, says 90 days starts now. And they go off to uh, the hotel. What I thought was super funny was when Julia did her to camera work and she, she made all these jokes. She's like, I can't believe I'm in America. I'll take the green card and stay. And she said it seriously, but with a smile on her face. And then she was like, joke. But is it a joke? Is that? I think that she's not going to... My impression of her in the second episode is that she's not going to put up with any BS. She's not going to let Brandon be a mama's boy. She's not going to let the parents make all the decisions. And we see that towards the end of their segment when, you know, no sex for Brandon, even though they haven't seen each other for four months, right? So I thought that that was like a power play on her move because she was pissed about the dinner. So they get to the hotel and Brandon's mom is like, you guys have five minutes and we'll meet you downstairs and we're going to have dinner together and get to know each other. And I, I see it like with the other couples in this season as well. Like y'all, these people just traveled halfway across the world. They're in a different time zone. Now they're exhausted. Let them rest and chill out. And then let's get together in the morning or whenever. Why does it have to be as soon as they land? You have to be all up on them. Like anyone that travels know that that first day you're exhausted. You want to just maybe have a little bit to eat low key and then sleep. Right. I mean, am I making that up? Is that not how things are done? You're going to like go to a party. You're going to go to Bourbon Street. Like, stop it. Just stop it. So they get to dinner. Um, Amanda says, 
I would be like, I want McDonald's, I want a shower, and I want to sleep for 16 hours. Facts. Rodella says 100. And uh, Belly says, exactly. How long was their flight? Exactly. Uh, Crystal says, I think Julia is hilarious, and I think she's going to pull an Anfisa at some point. Hell yeah. And I'm here for it. Anfisa is a legend in 90 Day World, and I think that definitely that Julia is Anfisa 2.0. And so they get to the restaurant. The mom's like, finally, it was only 30 minutes, but you know, she exaggerates everything in my opinion. Um, what I wanted to mention to you guys, and especially you guys, my regulars, did you notice that when they checked in the hotel and I might, I just might not know this. So I'm gonna ask you guys, hey, Lita, Lita, I was just talking about you. Everyone shout out Lita for the beautiful, beautiful artwork. Lita, definitely check out the replay. I showed some of your work. I sent people to your page. You're amazing. And I'm so appreciative. So y'all hit up Lita. Uh, Sheila, made by Sheila, Sheila Lita, made by Sheila Lita. And I'll pop that up at the end again. Uh, she's amazing. The art is amazing. Um, but back to what I was saying. So did you guys notice that when they checked in, uh, there was they said there was two rooms. Brandon has one room and Elizabeth has one room. So is Betty short for Elizabeth, is it? Because like that doesn't make sense to me and you know how things have to make sense to me, right? I don't get it. So I don't get it. I thought maybe it was a little bit like Paul's mom, Mary, who's like her name on the show and then she had a different name. Um, I don't know, Betty, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Betty. There's a B in there somewhere. I don't know. Let me know in the comments if, if Elizabeth is short for Betty, or if she's using an AKA, but I noticed that right away. I had to replay like, who's Elizabeth? Anyhow, they go to dinner and Betty's in it from the get. Oh, Raydella says, yes, that is a nickname for some. Oh, I didn't see, I learned something new today. Betty and Elizabeth are the same person. It's weird. Doesn't even sound similar to me, but who am I? Um, they get down to dinner and Betty is like on it. So they sit down and Betty just drops the bomb. She's like, you know, there's going to be some rules at the farm. And, you know, I'm glad that you're here, but there's some rules. And the first rule is you guys are going to be in separate rooms. It's our house, our rules. And Julia is completely like thrown off. She's looking at Brandon for support. Brandon's looking around, looking at her and not saying a word. And then the dad, Ron, throws him under the bus and says, yeah, you know, he uh, hasn't been honest with you, Ron says, and looks at Brandon and says, you agree with mom, right? And Brandon's like, uh, uh, and then pauses. There's an awkward pause and pause more, pause more. And then he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, I get it right? Where's your backbone, Brandon? You're 27 years old. Like, I, I understand it too, but you made it a bigger deal than it needed to be. You need to tell Julia before she got here, this is what's going on. My parents are old fashioned. We're not married yet. So let's go ahead and just honor the rules of the house. You don't spring it on her after a long ass flight and she's already there. And now she's looking around like she's the bad one when really she didn't know what the situation was. Radella says Betty was out of bounds. Uh, hey, Kimberly. Hey, hey, girl. Hey. So I thought that was the first thing that was out of pocket. I think that it wasn't her place to then say, hey, this is what's going on. I think that Brandon should have had that conversation as a grown ass man. He should have been like, hey, this is the situation. This is what's happening. And let's roll with it. We're not going to be here forever. And so my mom and my dad are completely old school. And, and I don't think she would have thought it was a big deal. Amanda says, husband Amanda called it. He said that Betty wanted to say that to keep them from banging the first night. Yes. And even Brandon knew it. Brandon called his own mom a cock blocker and that she's been cock blocking him for years. And that's why we're here, guys. That's why we're in this situation. Because remember, Brandon didn't do a lot of dating in his younger years, right? It's because of his mom. And then 
the first girl that he gets a little something some from, he sprung, and that's why he wants to marry her. And pow, here's Julia. So mom created the situation by clock cock blocking this whole time. But what mom can't do is can't control his screen time, can't control how they met online and her being a go-go dancer and all of that stuff. She couldn't control that. So now this is a situation she's left with. And you know what? It, I think it might be a little harder on her than she realizes. So she doesn't think that that's enough. She goes ahead and says, so she talks, starts talking about babies. Now, mind you, Julia just got off a flight. So can you imagine being so bombarded by all of this stuff when you just got off of a long ass flight? Cause I can't imagine it. So mom says, oh, so like, are you guys trying to have babies right away? Because you know, like what's the story? And Julia's like, no, you know, in the next two, three years, maybe. Um, but mom's like, well, you're gonna have to take proper steps then proper protection and you know, maybe you'll come see my de- my doctor and we'll talk about it. Julia's like, I don't want to take any medicine. I don't want to like swallow any liquids. And the mom made her feel small, in my opinion, by saying, well, oh, that was years ago. There's so many other things that they do now that, you know, it's more up to date. And Julia's looking at Brandon for support and Brandon's just like twiddle D, twiddle dumb, just sitting there. Like, how are you going to put it all on? Julia, it takes two to tango. And like we talked about this last week. I don't understand how these grown ass people think that there's only one way of contraception. There are many ways. So like, why are we having this conversation with your parents? You two are already banging. You guys should have had this conversation long ago. And it should be between the two of you. Like, I I, I don't get it. I don't get it, you guys. I don't get it. But mom thinks it's her business. So Mom was all the way up there. Um, Mom wants to make sure that they find a way to prevent a pregnancy. And, you know, guys, because they're talking about it so much, I predict that she's going to get pregnant during this season. That's my prediction. Because they're talking about this way too much. We heard it on episode one. Now we're hearing it on episode two. And, you know, TLC doesn't do anything for no reason. So... I think that she's going to get pregnant or have a pregnancy scare. Um, And then we'll find out what happens. Raydella says, Brandon needs to put a glove on it. And Amanda says, the sponge. And Lydia says, 100. So um, they get back to the hotel room. And Julia wants to know why Brandon's mom is all up in their business. And she wants him to stand up to him, to that parents. And she wants him to say, hey, listen, we're not going to stay at the house if we can't stay together. And he's like, what? We're not going to do what? We're, what? What? I mean, then he starts backtracking. And he's like, well, what she's saying isn't unreasonable. And, and you know, maybe we could do this. And maybe we could do that. I was like, Brandon, where exactly do you stand? Because I personally don't get it. Are you for this or are you against this? And if you're for it, just say you're for it and here's why. If you're against it, then you better listen to what she's saying and have an action plan. Because right now you seem like a wuss that's sitting on the fence, that's trying to please everyone, but you're doing nothing. And it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Like, again, I think I probably this whole season will say that he's 27 years old because 27 is close to 30. And, you know, 30, you're not 20. You see what I'm saying, guys? It's a little weird. It's a little weird. So um, Julia literally says Brandon needs to learn to be a man. And I agree with Julia. He needs to learn to be a man. He needs to take the pacifier out of his mouth. And he needs to say, hey, listen, this is what I expect in this relationship. And then go ahead and have that conversation with his parents. And hopefully they can get on the same page. But, you know, that makes sense. So that's not going to happen. And we're going to see the drama entail. Uh, Crystal says, Brandon, where are your balls? Um, <laughs> has anyone zillowed what an apartment in Dimwitty costs? I haven't, but it can't be that bad. He's got a full-time job, right? And he had enough money, 10 grand, to spend on trips to France and all of this stuff. So maybe? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, moving on, this one was so, you know, it was a lot. 
So we have Mike, Bo, Natalie, uh, Nelia, and Patricia in this little segment here. And they open with Mike kicking Uncle Bo out. I was like, oh, you're going to go ahead and kick him out? He can't even live in the barn? You're going to make him stay at his brother's house and you don't know for how long because Natalie feels uncomfortable that Uncle Bo's there. Now, why does Natalie feel uncomfortable if this is her first time to America? She's never met Uncle Bo. So, like, what is her issue? What's her issue? I'm trying to figure that out. And if you all have some some thoughts on it, hit me up in the comments. Let me know in the live chat. But I think it's weird that a guy that has been living there, that's the ranch hand, that's been doing all the work, and supporting you and is your blood is getting kicked out because your new girl who you're not super excited about is coming into town. Kind of weird to me, but that's the di that's the deal. So yes, I know he has a rap sheet and uh, some domestic stuff in there and I think some um, drinking stuff in there, but like, did they talk about that on the show? Does she know that? Or is that just real life stuff that she found out? I don't know. Um, but if they're gonna make that an issue, they should make an issue in my opinion on the show so that her, there's some credibility to Natalie's concerns. Does that make sense? Um, and then, yeah, this is the other part. So. Bo is his cousin, but his uncle, and Bo's going to go live with his brother. So I'm confused. I'm going to try to work it out in my head. But if Bo is his uncle, then that means that Bo and his brother are like together, right? But if it's his cousin, it means that it's the brother's kid so like how are you both a brother and an uncle hmm i don't know if you guys can figure it out let me know because i don't get it are you the bro are you the cousin are you the uncle and is that your brother or is that your brother's kid um lydia says i think he calls him uncle because he's older than mike okay that makes sense to me. I, I, I can go with that. He's getting kicked out. Um, I felt for Bo. I feel like Bo is like 50 years old. He's like, I understand. Um, I'm on Mike's side. And then he's like, he's my nephew. And I was like, okay, so we're back to the uncle thing. Like, okay, whatever. Um, but I thought it was funny when he was like, I've been with a lot of women myself and they're unpredictable, you know. And I was like, oh, we need to hook up Uncle Bo with someone. And I have the perfect person for him. Do you guys want to know who I think that Uncle Bo should date? I think that Uncle Bo, and just hear me out, okay? Just hear me out. I think that Uncle Bo has a couple of options. He can either date Yolanda, because they're in the same age bracket. And yes, Debbie. I think that they would have a lot in common. And because we have Yolanda and Debbie, why not throw in baby girl Lisa at the same time? Why not? Baby girl Lisa is still looking for her 90 day fame. So why not go ahead and have baby girl Lisa and Bo hook up? Because I would watch that show. I would watch that show 1000%. Um, yeah, or make it a dating show. Have Bo as like the 90 day bachelor and then all the women that are age appropriate like Debbie and Yolanda and baby girl Lisa, go ahead and put those ladies in, have them go on dates, film it. I'm there for it. I'm 1000% there for it. Uh, Belly's like, oh my God. <laughs> what? I know you would watch it too, Belly. You would be there for it 100%. Um. Crystal says they talk the same and would be able to understand each other. Seriously, same generation. Amanda says Bo is the prize. He is. Becky says Team Debbie. And Kimberly says Bo deserves so much better than Lisa. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, Kimberly. Okay, okay. 
but I did feel bad for him, but I loved how open and understanding he was uh, about the situation. Um, then we see Natalie and her mom, uh, Nelia, and that was a sweet moment too, because you saw that it was a mom and a daughter who lived together for so long. They were obviously super close and now they're going to be, you know, half a world apart. Um, and then saying their goodbyes. And this is the first time, because remember the last time we caught up with Natalie, she wasn't really sure if she loved um Mike and she threw that engagement ring back at him so um having her say like she thought he was tall and kind she loved the smiles we got to find out that it's been a year since they've been talking and all of the situation that's gone on with them um and that her mom really likes Mike and here's what I loved about this when she was the mom, Nelia was talking to Natalie. She was like, you know, are you ready to get married? Are you ready to start your new life? And and asking her all the right questions that you think a mom would ask. I loved that, but I also loved the fact that the mom was like, This is what you want for your child. You want to raise them, you want them to find love, you want them to get married and start their own family. And that she was so supportive of that because y'all, I've been stuck watching I Love a Mama's Boy. Uh, I'm stuck watching Brandon and his mom, Betty, and all these moms that just hold on to their kids so tight. It was refreshing to me to see a mom that was like, hey, I raised my daughter, I trust her, and I want happiness for her. It was like mind blown. I was like, wow, this seems really normal. And everything else that we watch is not this normal. So I was really impressed with, with the fact that the mom was so supportive of this relationship. It was interesting to me that um, Natalie was having all these doubts, right? And she was saying to her mom, well, we'll see. We're not engaged yet. And I can go there and I, I can come back if it doesn't it doesn't work out. Um, Lita says, I doubt that Mike promised to take his uncle out of the house. And now he pretends it was Natalie who asked. So you think that it was Mike's idea, Lita, that... Uh, Bo had to leave. Let me know. Um, and then Rodella say, how dare she say she would feel better if she had a ring? Yeah, let's talk about that. We're going to get to that, Rodella. So uh, Mike's on the way to the airport. He's talking to his mom, Patricia. You could tell he's not excited. Like, guys, he was not excited about this at all. He was just like, oh, I got to go to pick her up. He's like, you could feel like the mixed emotions about what was going on. He didn't seem happy. And honestly, you guys, I think that he's bitter about getting the ring back. I think he's holding on to that hurt and it's come across as like bitter. Like this woman threw a ring at me and I think it was a big deal for him to proposed to her and that's why he's like I don't know when I'm going to give her the ring back um and so he's really upset about it and I think that that's making him upset that she's coming so quickly because he hasn't resolved his feelings about having your th your ring thrown in your face basically but he's going to go there and he's like it's it could work or it could not work but Here's what was crazy to me, guys. It was a little confusing to me. So he gets there. He's all melancholy. He doesn't really know if he wants to do this. And he's he's like, oh, like, we'll see. But then as soon as she gets there, he's like big smiles. His whole face is red. He's so excited to see her. He grabs her, picks her up, whoops her in the hair, air, and they have like this beautiful romantic moment. They're kissing, all smiles. Um, and he's like, hi, baby. I was like, wait a minute, what just happened? What just happened here? You were like so upset five minutes ago and you were upset in the car. You were upset last episode. You did not seem happy. You seem totally like I'm not for this. And then as soon as you see your face, which maybe is the thing, right, guys, like, you know, when you're face to face, all the feelings come up and you feel happy. Maybe it was that. Um, but I was confused in that moment. I was like, um, what's happening here? Are you happy that she's here? So they had that really nice moment. And then um, <laughs> they go, he brings her flowers too. And the first thing she wants to complain about is the color of the flowers, that they're purple. I was like, is this what the drama is? 
is that you don't like the color purple and he bought you purple flowers. Like you're ungrateful in my opinion. Like, like he said, it's the thought that counts. And he thought to stop off before he saw you after so long to buy you flowers, but you want to complain that the flowers are purple and then go ahead and ask him to his face, why purple? Well, why not purple? And why not just say, thank you. That was so thoughtful. I don't know. That seems like it would be reasonable to me. But again, what do I know? Lydia says they looked pink to me. <laughs> um, so not only did he buy her flowers that notice you guys when they were in the truck going towards the hotel, she was clutching them like she loved them so much. She was clutching them. And in the middle of it, she was talking about how she was scared because it was so dark. Okay, calm down, drama queen. Like between the flowers and the darkness, your dude is like six, seven, seven foot, however tall he is. If anything's gonna happen, this dude is gonna be able to protect you. So you can just calm all the way down and not make it something that it's not because you don't know anything about anything yet. You just landed and your dude is right beside you, but you can make it an issue if you want. Um, they get to the hotel for the first night and he planned like a beautiful thing. And what we did learn as well is that $30,000 worth of debt that he had the last time we saw him, he was able to clear down, which is, you know, bravo for you. And he was able to save some money. And he sounds like he's being smart about it where he doesn't want to just spend money willy nilly, but he loves his girl. So he wanted to make her first night special. And y'all, I don't know if you've any of you have been to uh, Pacific Northwest Seattle, but they do have amazing hotels. Like their hotels are fire. And this hotel that he picked was amazing. Like a little extended stay hotel. I thought it was beautiful. I love the fact that he got flowers. He picked a great hotel, had great views for her first night, had champagne, ordered food, like really made an effort. And, you know, I was glad that she was pleasantly surprised and I'm glad that she I was glad that she thanked him because her you know attitude seemed a little shitty in the beginning in my opinion um but he really went all out and like it made me fall fall in love with this character of his because that was really sweet of him to do I want to jump into the live chat uh Lydia says kudos to him Amanda says, we're adding Seattle to the melanated waiter. Hell yeah. On our way to Vancouver. Holla. Um, and Lydia also says, Mike outdid himself. Belly says, he got a full room, not just a room with beds. He dropped some money. Facts. And Radella said, that was going to be one of my trips this year, pre-COVID. Um yeah, we'll have to make it a, a whole melanated way trip and we'll all take a trip to the Pacific Northwest and I'll, t I'll show you it. And then we'll stop off in my hometown, Vancouver, and just make it a whole melanated way party. That will be so fun. Um, So they sit and they talk. And I thought that this was also the perfect way to spend an evening um, after you've traveled for so long, just like spending time with the person that you love, eating, drinking, and just catching up. And Mike goes ahead and says that he's proud of us. It's a new time. It's a new age. And like, let's try to work this out. And I thought it was really good that they were communicating. I thought this was a nice moment. And I think you guys that we need to hold on to this moment because I think the shit is about to hit the fan. And this moment is not going to last very long. So I'm glad we had it and uh, look out for the fireworks because they're coming. And I think they're coming next episode. Uh, Amanda said, I wanted Uncle Bo to be on the balcony. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Redella, LOL. Um, hey, I'm here. We're one big family. I'm not at the house, but I am at the hotel. What? Um, so Mike says that he loves her and that he's willing to like work through this. But again, you guys, I think that there's going to be some issues. So we'll find out what the issues are. We do know they're ending. If you watch 90 day, the melanated way news and weekly gossip, I spilled a bunch of tea there. 
Uh, so let's just see how it plays out and how they got from point A to point Z. Okay, you guys, Lydia, I hope you're still in the live chat because this right here, you guys, I, I have to show you my notes because this is what I wrote down, if you can see it. It says, Buck Wild Storyline. Tariq and Hazel's storyline, you guys, is buck wild to me. I was laughing my ass off. I was laughing at all of it. All of it is like pure comedy. I'm so excited that these guys are back because they're making the show so ridiculously hilarious to me. Lydia, hey, I'm glad you're up. Lydia, I'm talking about Tariq and Hazel. I'm talking about the nonsense. So I just want to get into it. So they start with saying, let's make some magic today. And what I thought was funny is that when they said it, Tariq even laughed because this hot sauce wrap that he did, the hot sauce wrap, you guys, thinking he was fire and thinking that he loves music. He's an excellent rapper. I was like, are we hearing the same thing? Because this is terrible. It, it's as bad as the rap that you did in the last season that we saw you where you wrapped your proposal to Hazel because that was terrible too. I was like, um, you know, we all are on social media and we all watch these versus battles. Like who, in my mind, I was thinking, who would he battle? Like who could he battle to prove that he's this excellent rapper that he says he is? Because I can't think of one person. Like, I can't think of one person that he would be able to battle. And then when they showed his little screen that he didn't even memorize his own rap, he was reading it from his screen. Y'all, I fell out. I fell out. I fell all the way out. But, you know, that's just me. Go ahead and be an excellent rapper and do you. So he says he's he loves music. He's an excellent rapper. He's into working out. Um, he has a dad bod, he says, but he's got the guns and he does this whole thing, which again, is this 1980? Like who, what's happening? Like literally what is happening right now? Um, <laughs> Amanda said, I fainted. And Crystal says, some folks don't remember their verses and Everyone can't freestyle. So Crystal then goes to my point. Can you then say you're an excellent rapper if you can't remember your own words? Hmm. I'm just wondering. Hmm. Um, so let's think about that because I think that uh, he can't rap and I think it's terrible. But what do I know? Actually, I know a lot. It's terrible. So he talks about his dad body and his guns and then about all this travel that he's done over the years to Thailand and that he really loves Thailand. Um, and what I thought was interesting, which we don't see a lot of, is that he says he knows the culture and the language. And then, y'all, he brought out this sword, okay? the sword that he brought back, the special memorabilia for him. Okay, you had me there. I love that. But then you did this like outside sword battle that just seemed like, I look crazy right now, right? Cause he looked crazy. He didn't look like he had, was doing anything that was any special type of training. He was just doing this. And then y'all, when he pulled up the sword to chop up his vegetables, I <laughs> don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. All I can say was my mouth was shocked. My eyes were shocked. I had to rewind to make sure that I was not making it up in my head that this was a real deal. But no, it was real. He was chopping his vegetables with the sword. Like, what's happening right now? And what, what special meal was that that you needed to pull out your special knife? Because that was outrageous. Amanda says, chopping a papaya. 
Lydia says he was doing too much. Um, Amanda says, again, people need to come get their men and tell them no. Facts. Hi, Tanisha. You're new. Welcome. She says, I wanted him to speak Thai. It would have been the most cultural thing a 90-day castmate did in a while. Yes, but Tanisha, also remember Tim. Because Tim. Yeah, Tim and Maliza. Tim was the one that was speaking the language that, you know, none of the other 90-day cast members have done at all, ever. So, yeah, I bet he better start speaking Thai just because he said that, you know, he's culturally diverse and he speaks the language. Don't tell me you do something. Like, don't tell me you're an excellent rapper and not be an excellent rapper. And then now you, you speak the language, but you don't. Like, you better speak the language. Um, so we see the sword situation and then we find out that um, there's like a whole situation going. So he and Hazel had like a break and they had like a pregnancy scare. She's pregnant and she was not pregnant. Then he thought that she got an abortion, didn't believe her, there was some trust issues. So in the meantime, he went back on an international Asian dating site, he said. He said. Um, and he met a girl, and I can't find this girl's name, but it, Minty. Minty! He met Minty and they hit it off. She was hot and he needed to tell um, Hazel about this hot girl in the midst of it. Finds out that Hazel and him get back together, that she explains like the false positives and whatever the situation was, they get back together. He tells her about Minty. She wants to see all the texts. She thinks Minty's hot. He finds out that she's bisexual. And so now all three of them are gonna be a thing. Okay. This is just their storyline, right? So I'm still stuck on the wrapping. I'm still stuck on the sword fight. I'm stuck on the fact that Hazel is now bisexual. And now that there's a thruple happening here, y'all, this is pure genius comedy. You can't write this stuff. Reality. It's like 100% beautiful reality TV, like collision. All the crazy stuff that you want is in this one storyline. So um, they decide that they're going to meet in the Philippines and uh, have a three-way relationship. But Hazel gets jealous, which, you know, hello. I could have called that back then. And wants to send Minty home. So that was a bust. They go all their separate ways, whatever happened, who knows. They go their separate ways. But guess what? You can't tempt a dude with a three-way relationship, especially if he thinks the other girl is hot and think that that's going to be the end of it. Because guess what? It wasn't the end of it. He texts her, hey, it's COVID. You good? That's the equivalent of, hey, you up? Yeah, I'm up. Boop, boop, boop. Now, all of a sudden, she's back in the picture. Hazel's not going to like it. But guess what? She doesn't know. And guess what? That's going to be part of the drama. Are you following me? Because there's so much. There's just so much. Uh, Tanisha says, I found it weird how Minty was just down for this automatically. Well, I think, right, the American component is a big part of it, right? So maybe someone should look into if the K-1 visa can apply to two women at the same time. You bring them both over. You test them out for 90 days. You see who's who. One can be the wife and one can be the girlfriend. You marry one and then the other one sponsors the other one. I don't know, but maybe that's what they're looking at because literally he's not he's not leaving this chick. He's not. He's not leaving Minty. He's not leaving Hazel. But my theory is if Hazel was always bisexual, I don't think she ever was really trying to be with him. I think this was her way to come to America, have a better life. And I think that this she's waited it out. And now that she has been approved for the K-1 visa, oh, by the way, I'm bisexual. So just so you know that when I get there, like you and I will be married on paper, but like I'm going to have a girlfriend. And it's going to be my, my choice of girlfriend. It's not going to be someone who's attracted to you because that's what I don't want that. Because she can't have that if you follow me because... If he likes the other girl, 
more than he likes her, then that's going to be a, a, a problem. And especially if she's married to him, then she gets kicked to the curb before the two years and she gets her green card, then she's done all of this for nothing. So what does she do? She picks the girl of her choice, who's actually a lesbian and not a bisexual, so she'll never want to be with Tariq. She has who she wants and she has her papers. Hello. That's a genius plan. So that's what I think is going on. We meet his friend, Kia. And the reason why I want to bring Kia up is because they've been for ten, uh, friends for 10 years. We find out that Kia used to be his tenant. Now, why that's important to me is because, you know, he's this rapper who um, you already know how I feel about. So I think that he probably is a investor in properties. He probably owns some properties and those properties bring him in rental income. And because he has the ability to bring in that rental income, he can run amok and say he's a rapper. And he can run amok and say that, you know, he's into working out and traveling. Um, so I think that he he has set himself up in a situation where he can be the, the sole parent uh, to his daughter, Ari. He can take these lavish trips all over the world because he has a business. So see, exactly. So he's a realtor. Exactly. So he's got his, his stuff on the side, but then he's telling us that he's a rapper um, and that it's, you know, it's not a hobby, right? Because we keep seeing it. So that is just like my backstory. Like at least he has like a plan. At least he has his work situation under control and that he's not, you know, some dude chasing a dream. And I, I hate to say it, Chasing a dream with no talent. Like, sorry. Sorry, Tariq. Love you. Love you and your brother. But I just don't think you're the best rapper. Uh, Lita says, Hazel is a real hustler. Respect 100. And Lydia says he's not a Sinjin. <laughs> Lydia. <gasps> so all I can tell you guys is that this right here, this storyline has made me happy. It's hilarious. There's too much juiciness for us not to be 100% invested. Like, this is only episode two, and I'm having more fun than my whole season of The Other Way. Like, they just have so, it's so outrageous that it's entertaining, right? You have the rapper slash sword fighter in a thruple relationship with his bisexual fiance who he's been um engaged to for like two years they both have kids with other people and this girl's name the new girl's name is minty like i mean you come on you guys that's like it's genius it's gold it's like dripping with drama oh hey Selwonk. hey Selwonk. uh shout out to Selwonk. he sent me this awesome article uh that they shouted out 90 day the melanated way um, on Screen Rant. So shout out to Screen Rant and shout out to, to Selwalk. If you guys are not following our social media, we are dropping bombs left, right, and center and just breaking news. Uh, Y'all need to head over to definitely our Instagram. We dropped a huge bomb from Greg, Brittany's dad, because you know there's a battle going on between Yazan and Brittany and it's fire. And Greg has jumped into the midst and it is bananas. People are going wild, like wild. Anyhow, not to be forgotten is Ziad and Rebecca. Oh, the one thing I also wanted to say about Tariq and Hazel, I forgot that they had like 20 years between them because Hazel's 26 and Tariq is 46. I didn't realize like two years ago when we saw them that she was super young and he was like 20 years her senior. How do y'all feel about that? Because I know that you guys give, not you guys because the Melanated fans are awesome, but 90 day fans tend to have an issue between huge age differences. So do you guys have a issue between their age difference? Because now I'm going to talk about Rebecca who's 49 and Ziad who's 27. Cause that's another huge age difference. So uh, we see her and she's with her PI friend, Melanie, they're getting a workout in 
Uh, we find out that Rebecca has changed careers again. She's not a PI anymore. She's running this restaurant that we learned in the first episode. Um, but we also find out that she's still recovering financially and with her credit from marrying the other Islamic guy that she married prior to Ziad. So I talked about this before last week. She's been married three times. I think Ziad's going to be her fourth marriage um, and hopefully her final marriage because, you know, don't want hopefully her her final marriage i I won't spoil it for you guys um kimberly says i'm 29 uh, and my boyfriend is 45. go ahead kimberly rock that out i love it hey um ziad has an interview they're nervous about it and um melanie just says you know what this is similar to your ex situation you supported your ex, you brought him over, he was using you for a green card. Like, how do you know that this is not that, right? Because when we did the background check on Ziad, he had he had no job history. He's being paid on their table. He's coming here. He's not going to be able to work in your words, right? Because he's not going to have a work permit. And I want to talk about that. So he's not going to have a work permit. She's sponsoring him to come over. And she decides that she's going to go to like a game place, like GameStop, whatever the name of that place was, and buy him a gaming console. She kind of gets a little insecure because she tells the salesperson that, you know, her boyfriend is 27, she's 49, and her son is 25, so they're very similar in age. And then she asks, what does somebody his age, um, what would they want to play? I was like, you sound like a really old lady when you're saying that because your husband is two years older than your son or your future husband is two years older than your son. And you want to know what 27 year olds play for video games. Okay. Um, but anyhow, they kind of take pause. And then my opinion, I was like, well, who cares? Like what they think they don't even know you. If you love him and he loves you, you know, that's all that matters really at the end of the day. But if it bothers you, then you need to think about what it is in you that it's bothering you that outside people's opinion matters. Because if it's just really love, then love is love and that's it, right? Um, but here's what, here was my issue. So you're spending all this money, Rebecca, and you're bringing Ziad over and Ziad can't work for six months. And instead of saying, hey, you're stuck at home with nothing to do while I go to work every day, why don't you learn the language and take like an English course? Or why don't you uh, take a trade class? Because I know that like, you're handy with your hands. Or why don't you start looking for a place for us to live? Like why, why just video games? I mean, you can make a living on video games because we know Nicole does it with her Twitch. But we don't know if Ziad has those skills. But I just thought it was interesting that she was using the money that she is working so hard for to buy a gaming console and not something like more productive. Because you guys don't forget, they're living with her daughter when he gets here. So like you could get a place, you could go to class, you could go to trade school, you could do so many things. Like why a gate? <laughs> exactly. I would be like, get a library card. Exactly. Like, use your money wisely. I, I don't understand what's happening here. Um, Tanisha says, Rebecca says she doesn't want a relationship like her ex, but everything she says make it seem like Ziad and her ex have a lot in common. Facts. Yes. Do some volunteer work. Boost that resume up. Exactly. Do something. Sitting around spending your money on video games. And then when you ask them, oh, could he attach a debit card to this and buy more games? I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm just being too judgy, but I just feel like y'all just are wasting your time because then he gets his green card. He's been sitting around for six months doing nothing but playing video games when he could be six months ahead. He could have, like Amanda said, done some volunteer work, met some people in the community. They're like, hey, you're cool. We love you. When you get your green card, when you get your work permit, come back here. We'll hire you. Pow. You've made some relationships. Or hey, you know what? You spent six months uh, perfecting your English. Ooh, that could be a bonus. 
or hey, you learned a trade. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm saying and doing too much, but that just made sense to me. So um, <laughs> she goes to bed, and I don't want to mention the debit card, her T-shirt, her bedspread, her cell phone case, all the things that had Ziad's face on it. You guys all saw it. I don't get it. Um, you know, it could be like, hey, there's a long distance thing. I miss your face. So everywhere I look, I see your face and that makes me feel better. I I'm not sure, but it's weird to me. It's weird to me. Like I couldn't wake up and just see photos of my partner everywhere around. I'd just be like, why is your face everywhere? And why did you spend money on that? I don't, anyways. So, um, she gets home into her Ziad comforter and it's 2 a.m. or whatever, but it's time for Ziad to have his interview. We find out that he had his interview. He thinks that it went well. Um, they asked him questions. Then they took his passport and then they made it seem like we are not bright because he said, they took his passport and they didn't say if he had the visa or not. Come back in a week. If any of you guys have dealt with anything immigration, anything government, you know that that's not what they're going to do. They're not going to just take your passport, your form of ID, and not tell you why they're taking it. Okay? If they gave you your passport back, that means... It was a no. That means, you know what? Thank you so much for coming. We appreciate your time. You did not pass this interview. Here's your passport. See you next time. See you when I see you. But if they say, okay, give me your passport and come back in a week, guess what? You got your visa. That's what happened. Why are they trying to trick us? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, Amanda says, my sister-in-law said her husband found out Morocco immediately after his interview. Exactly. They're not going to just let, take your your stuff. I was about to say, take your shit and leave you hanging. They're not going to do that. But for dramatic purposes, I guess if people don't really know how it works, then that would make sense. But it just doesn't make sense. You're walking around with no form of ID and not knowing if you got a visa. Stop it. Just stop it. So I can easily say that next episode, Ziad's on his way to America. Last and certainly not least, you guys, is Jovi and Yara, who are fast becoming my favorite because they're so different. Um, <laughs> Yara reminds me a little bit of Anfisa, just a little bit. Uh, she, cause she comes across as very cold, but smart and a little bit snippy. And I think it's funny. So she gets on, she gets in the car with Jovi. And the first thing she's talking about is her flight from Detroit to New Orleans. And she can't believe how many fat people she saw on the plane. I was like, Oh, she did not. Oh, she, okay. How do you really feel Yara? So that was her first thing. And then the second thing, she gets to the apartment. So she gets to the car. She's not helping with all the suitcases whatsoever. She's looking at, at Jovi to do all the work. Gets to the, the apartment, same thing. She's carrying her flowers, and he's, like, maneuvering. She doesn't even hold open the, the um, elevator door for him to pull out her own luggage. She's just standing there. Hilarious to me. Gets to the apartment, is already complaining that it's too small. It's uh, too small, it's dirty, and she's tired. And meanwhile, you guys, he kind of did what Mike did for Natalie, but like on a lower level, right? Like on a smaller scale. He got champagne. I don't know if you guys peeped the chocolate strawberries that were on the counter, but he had chocolate strawberries out. Yeah, he had plastic glasses. And, you know, yeah, maybe the place is a little small, but remember, he's been a 
solo drinking bachelor that didn't have his own place for a very long time. And he took the time and effort to find a place that he could afford that was in a good neighborhood so that she would be comfortable. So he kind of tried to do the right thing and she was just not seeing it. She didn't like how it was decorated. And um, he was like, she's a little unappreciative. He put some effort in and she's not seeing it. I agreed. I, I thought she was being a little extra, but I still love her character because her character is, is off the chain. So um, he wants to go out and party on Bourbon Street. And she's like, listen, I just traveled for 30 hours. Like, why do you want to go out and hang out with your friends? Like, wouldn't you want to just be here with me and spend time with me and, and all of that? And he's super disappointed and she's getting ready for bed. And then she comes and she's like, are you coming to bed? And his joke is, oh, we're going to have sex for the first time in America. He just reminds me of a total frat boy. Okay. I'm just going to say it. Reminds me of a total frat boy. Don't think I didn't peep his, his, uh, warmer on his white claw so that we couldn't see his white claw but we all saw that it was white claw at god knows what in the daytime he's already drinking oh amanda saw the clock so it's 12 51 and it was already happy hour for him so let's remember that because i think drinking is going to be a big part of his storyline he likes to drink and he likes to drink a lot um they get down to bourbon street and she's yara's complaining uh, she thinks it stinks. She thinks Bourbon Street is stinky and it smells like pee and throw up. And she thinks that the streets are nasty. Um, the Ukraine, Ukraine is way better. Um, and I wrote it down because I thought it was funny. She's like, she thinks Bourbon Street is awful for her European mentality. <laughs> Y'all, stop it so funny. This is pure comedy. Uh, Salon says the guy's an alcoholic. Um, pure comedy. She doesn't want to see his mom. I mean, she'll go, she says, but she's not spending the night because she doesn't feel comfortable and she doesn't do anything that doesn't make her feel comfortable. And he can go if he wants. And he's like, no, I, you know, I really want, this is important to me. I want you to meet my family, yada, yada, yada. And I do it for you. And she's like, you go. She's like, cause I'm not comfortable and I can easily just go back to Ukraine. I was like, oh Lord, this woman is not playing around. She's not messing around whatsoever. It's going to be her way or the highway. And he's either have to jump on board or start packing his bags. Um, Lydia said, I would love to be partying on Bourbon Street right now. Me too. I want to go outside. I want to play outside. I want to go out and mingle with people, you guys. Hello. Um, Amanda says, I also don't want to spend the night anywhere. Jovi just wants to be able to drink like crazy <laughs> and not drive home. <laughs> you guys, he wants to hang out with his family and spend the night because maybe it is a drive and maybe he's being responsible and having a few drinks. Don't you think that's all it is? Not that he like just wants to slam them back, which, you know, he probably wants to do that too. Um, so here's what I thought. I thought it was interesting that she didn't want to do anything, that she quickly wanted to unpack her bags uh, the very next day and get comfortable and like get settled because here's the thing you guys remember that they only have two weeks together before he ships off for 30 days for his job. So she's going to have 30 days in the apartment by herself. So like, I feel like, Hey, you know what, why don't you spend the two weeks with your dude and, and suck it up a little bit and do the things that are coupley and like get to re get to know each other because he's going to be gone for 30 days. And in those 30 days, you can unpack, you can order shit on Amazon and, like soup up the house and that could be your project for the month that he's away. That would make sense to me. But again, that's logical. And obviously that's not going to happen. So that was this episode and it was fire. You guys, it was so, so, so good. Um, I did have some questions for you first. Uh, I want to pop up Lita for you guys that came in late. Uh, definitely go check out made by Sheila Lita on Instagram and give her a thank you and a couple of likes in there. She's made a whole bunch of new graphics for 
90 day the melanated way and i'm super super excited about it and i'm very very thankful so thank you lita for doing that do have a question for you guys do you guys think mike is making the right decision with natalie do you think that mike should marry natalie let me know in the comments you guys hit me up in the live chat hit me up on facebook do you think mike is making the right decision should he marry natalie let me know um Redela's asking has he told her yet has he told her what yet who are we talking about let me know Redella. so that's my first question for you i have another question for you do you think Brandon will ever stand up to his parents? Do you think Brandon will ever stand up to his parents ever? Like ever, ever or never, ever? Let me know. And my last question for you guys of the night. Oh, no, those are, it was just those two. Oh, yeah, I have one more. Do you think Ziad is marrying Rebecca for the right reasons? Do you think Ziad is marrying Rebecca for the right reasons? So three questions. Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the live chat. I'll pop them up one more time. Is Mike making the right decision with Natalie? Do you think Brandon will ever stand up to his parents? And do you think Ziad is marrying Rebecca for the right reasons? Um, Lydia says Ziad loves her. Um, Amanda says, I think he likes living there with the goats and sheep and breeding German shepherds. Lydia says, Brandon, hold on. Brandon won't stand up to his parents. Radella says to all three questions, no, no, and no. Uh, Lydia says, Mike is not making the right decision. And Tanisha says, nope they're a dumpster fire so yeah you guys keep the comments coming uh let me know belly says ziad is using her but also loves her i can go with that he he loves the attention i think um but i i wonder how his situation is going to be when he actually gets to america and how he feels about the whole thing we'll see um you guys thank you so much for joining me make sure you're following all across social media at 90 day the melanated way uh if you guys love celebrity gossip like i've been telling you definitely hit me up at linda so girly uh, i have a lot of shows coming up um i'm interviewing um some cast from minds mc snowfall on fx um ruthless a whole bunch of stuff coming down the pipeline so definitely make sure you're following me there tomorrow same time same place we are talking about the season finale of the family Chantel, and it's a doozy it is a doozy i can't wait to talk about it um and then wednesday just so you guys know for our uh, subscribers to patreon so this is only for our vip subscribers we have paul from 90 day the melanated way uh, coming on as our guest, as well as possibly Karini. We will have a Portuguese translator, you guys, so we're going to be able to ask Karini all the questions. So I'm really excited about that. So make sure if you're not subscribed to our Patreon that you are subscribed so that you will not miss out on that very, very exclusive interview. Um, until tomorrow, you guys, have an amazing rest of evening, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye.